0: you know as i mentioned earlier this is that week okay this is that week in between christmas and new year's where no one really knows what to do some people work and some people aren't uh um you don't know are you getting dressed or wearing pajamas that day are you eating cereal does that mean it's seven o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock at night who knows right (laughs) and so there's a lot of like what are you supposed to be doing and um so but as we approach new year's okay a lot of people in our culture uh, and in our church certainly uh, use this as a time to look forward right I mean it's twenty twenty right and there's so many oh like twenty twenty vision and all that. there's so many plays that we could do, but um, uh, there's so it's, new year's is often a time for for looking forward, but it's also a time that people use to look backwards and see okay here 's some of the good things that have happened here 's some of the well maybe they weren't so good and we're glad that we're like we're ready to kick 2019 to the curb and we're ready and so wherever you are um there's probably a time of celebration and introspection and evaluation and um or maybe just moving on okay so today is what we call this our third time we've ever done this uh new year's conversation okay so you're probably tired of hearing me preach anyways and so uh you're going to get to hear some of my friends today and uh <laughs> Beth and I are here with uh um with with three individuals who are safely out of their comfort zone. Can I get an amen? All right. <laughs> so, so I love it, you know. And I'm not even I'm sure sorry. Safely <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so I you know I'm okay with that though, you know, because uh God's gonna um use this okay the way he sees it. I'm glad
1: you're 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 happy with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: very thrilled with it. So um you know, uh, I want to introduce everybody uh, real quick. You, you've seen these faces around, but I want to introduce you, make sure you know them. So we're going to ask a few rapid-fire questions, okay? And, and uh, you've got to answer um, in the microphone. Okay, Will, you're first. All right, this is my man, Will. Yeah, Will. Everybody say aloha. aloha. All right. So, Will, you ready? Uh, toilet paper, over ready. under? Over. <laughs> Definitely. All right, would you rather, would you eat a day-old taquito from 7-Eleven?
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> didn't, didn't even pause
0: <laughs> alright pet rat or pet tarantula
2: rat anything with that. more than four legs should die <laughs> alright <laughs> do
0: you can you confirm do you make the best wings at CF yes, yes.
2: <laughs> We may have open the challengers
0: There's been, there has been some shade thrown at you so, but come to our Super Bowl party and you can find out that's all I gotta say so, it right. will.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can confirm the wings. I've been sad he's been deployed for two Super Bowls. Also sad he's deployed. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> both of those. Um, all right, I got Rick. You ready for this? Rick.
1: Raise I'm going to get.
3: I know you're quick, so quick answers. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? No. Would you rather break... An arm or breaking leg?
1: Arm. Definitely arm.
3: <laughs> He's so sure about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> breakfast for dinner or dinner for breakfast?
1: Breakfast for dinner.
3: And did you ever have a mullet? Uh, no. Oh, that is disappointing. <laughs> I, I thought for I sure missed, that was. I was yeah.
1: born north of the Mason Dixon line.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's never too late though, buddy. Twenty twenty. So. <laughs> Man,
0: oh, that's good. All right, Suzanne, what's up? Hi. What up, my girl? All right, uh, is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <laughs>
4: wow. It's never wrong it's to never, eat animal crackers. Okay. All right,
0: Pop-Tarts, frosted or unfrosted? Unfrosted. Amen. I, I'm with you on that. How many cups of coffee is too many?
4: Uh, a whole pot.
0: A pot. Okay, fresh pot. All right. <laughs> fresh pot. All right, um, what is your superpower?
4: I'm always late. <laughs> I can awesome. appreciate that. All right,
0: Suzanne. All right, we have Rick, Will, uh, Rick, and Suzanne. So um, thank you guys for joining us um, today. So.
3: All right, and one of the verses that we use to kind of kick the year off is Hebrews 10:23 through 25. Um, so we'll have it up on the screen. Uh, And I also like the contemporary English version, CEV, and it says, We must hold tightly to the hope we say is ours. After all, we can trust the one who made the agreement with us. We should keep on encouraging each other to be thoughtful and to do helpful things. Some people have given up the habit of meeting for worship, but we must not do that. We should keep on encouraging each other, especially since you know the day of the Lord is getting closer. Um, And we think that's a really great verse to kick this year off because... Hopefully, we can find community, um, especially with social media and all of the things you can join, you can find community pretty easily these days. It's finding the right community that really makes your life better. Um, and at Christ Fellowship, we want to be the right community that is pushing people towards truth and a better life um, and something that you can actually hold on onto. Um, it's an election year, so we're really gonna have to test in. <laughs> what our truth is, um, and see it play out in our lives and in in the Word of God. Uh, And that's what we do here. For better or for worse, we are together and we are searching for truth. So let's spur each other on.
0: Yeah. And so part of that spurring on is uh, we're going to have a conversation, okay? I'm going to ask some questions and and we're just going to talk about it. And I pray and I really think there will be something in there that will help spur you on and your faith and, and, and challenge us to hold tightly, unswervingly, uh, to the hope that we have. Because, you know, isn't there so many things pulling at us, pulling at our faith, trying to pull us away off course? And and so we need each other. That's what the Scripture is. Not just a, you need a preacher or you need to come to church once a week. We need each other. And so that's what this is all about. Um, so happy these guys are here today. And uh, so, Rick, we're going to start with you. First of all, I want to say two things. Um, did, did you notice we all have blue jeans on? That was not planned. Uh, the <laughs> second thing is, if you want to go to cfslovers.info, the questions. Uh, am I right? The questions are all uh, at info under the message um, notes, and so these are some questions I would challenge you spend some time uh, uh, thinking about some of, the, of your answers uh, for these as well. So, Rick, you ready?
1: <coughs> like I said,
0: yes. <laughs> as ready as I'm going to get. All right. Rick says I strong-armed arm, him into this, but I don't believe him. But, uh, all right, Rick, here we go. question's going to be up here. It says, what opportunities did you have to love those around you this year? Okay, so we're looking back at the, at the year. What opportunities you have? And then follow-up question, are you closer to those you love, and are there any missed opportunities? So the original question, what opportunities did you have to love those around you this year?
1: Wow, that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. I won't go into any real <coughs> Evidential details about how I was persuaded to help with this (coughs) But uh, we are in church of course, but um, Yeah, anybody that knows me for more than about 10 minutes will know that this is uh, This is definitely not my favorite thing to do, but uh, I have to admit I appreciated um, Basically being forced to uh, (laughs) To focus on this particular question um, just because um, You know it, it helped me realize after a little bit of reflection that uh, You know I had a great I say me I, I really include my whole family in this um, we had a great opportunity to uh, To have some impact on close friends I think um, this past year um, We had a very very good friend of my wife's uh, where she works her son was uh, Killed in Afghanistan earlier this year. And uh, we had an opportunity to just kind of stand with them and, and help them out in some ways that maybe they didn't expect. Um, and it I'm sure in the big scheme of things was, was pretty insignificant overall, but it was a blessing to me and to us, I think, to see um, just a small measure of comfort that you can give to somebody uh, in that in that time where uh, they're really grasping for for just about any measure of comfort at that point, point. Um, and we also had a, an opportunity with some other very very close friends of, of both of ours that have really become part of our extended family. Um, just helped them, really just stood by and supported them uh, during a a tough time in their lives. They were. Uh, they were wrestling with some, I'll just call it, pretty evil elements of uh, of the legal system, and uh, and again, it was on the face of things, pretty insignificant gestures and and things that we helped them with, uh, but when you saw the impact on just their frame of mind, knowing that that somebody else was concerned about them, was with them, was willing to help them however you could, um, made a big impact on, mm-hmm. I think, on their frame of mind and, uh, and frankly, I think, on their, on their faith. Yeah.
0: Um, well, that's really cool, man. I mean, you know, it's one of those things, like, it may seem insignificant to you guys, but how much just a simple gesture or mm-hmm. following through with someone uh, can really impact someone in such a major way. Yeah.
3: That's what I thought. Um, I heard you say twice, just stand by. Mm-hmm. And, and both of those, and you and Kim both have, are very busy people. And so just the, the fact that you made time to just stand by um, some people that were hurting. And I know that's just two stories because I've, I've walked up to a house with Kim where people were really hurting. And that was what she did, just stand mm-hmm. by and be there.
1: Yep. I, I mean, we also, we had when you stop to think about it, it they start to stack up. Um, we got the chance to take our, our whole family, kids, all the grandkids, that kind of stuff, um, back up to home where Kim and I are from up in Northern Michigan for a couple of weeks this year. Um, something we hadn't done in eight or nine years. Um, so are you are you saying Northern Michigan's not mullet country? <laughs> oh, definitely not. Well, okay, if you get to the Upper Peninsula, that's a different story. But, uh, <laughs> Our side of the bridge, yeah, that's not as common. Um, but we, uh, you know, when you think back on it, uh, what a really just what a blessing that was to have um, our kids, their spouses, all the grandkids uh, in the area where we grew up. I mean, showing them the things that we did when we grew up, um, and just spending two weeks solid with all four grandkids and the kids. That's you know, the older they get, the more rare that is. Um, but it was really, uh, I'm sure it was more of a blessing to us than it maybe was to the kids, but, because uh, <laughs> we just fed them full of, the grandkids full yeah, of sugar does. and that kind of stuff. And yeah. That's acceptable. They'll no, remember that forever. So. Campgrounds never, yeah, people are used to them screaming, so it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, it was, it was really, uh, It was surprising actually to me when i took the time to kind of think about all that stuff together and realize that uh that you know you have the opportunity to influence and be you know just one measure of of comfort or you know uh joy that god has in in mind and you can be a small part of that if the big the big issue is that if, I think anyway, if you keep that in mind, if you look at. You know, your one of the things I think way. of is,
0: is when you see people hurting or, mm-hmm. or something, like, oh, you, you're, someone, uh, someone else is reaching mm-hmm. out to them. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks someone else is reaching out to them. But really, if it's on your heart and on your mind, yeah. my, I think that's the Holy Spirit saying, mm-hmm. it's you.
1: you. You are the one that needs to be reaching out yeah, to and them. I mean, and I think it's important to take, for me at least, that's kind of what I'm, I'm focusing on for this coming year, is to consciously think about looking around you, just open your eyes a little bit, um, so that you can have a chance to see somebody there. who might, um, you know, I am, I am the worst one. <laughs> Kim will tell you, I'm definitely not wired for that naturally. Um,
3: Caregiver? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, just being real perceptive. How about that? <clears throat> that's definitely not me. Um, so I have to make a conscious effort to do that, and you know, and life in general, and careers, and kids, and that kind of stuff have a real, real knack for getting in the way of. Oh, hey, wait a minute. This is what I should be focusing on. So, um, it's. I think that's a pretty effective tool of the enemy. Sometimes it's just to keep us so busy. And yeah. so, scattered yeah. running from one thing to the next that we don't have time to really look around us mm-hmm. and, and see the opportunities. Yeah, that's good, that's
0: good. Uh, and, and the, f- the follow up question, you don't really have to ask, answer this, but you know, how about missed opportunities? Is there anything jump that
1: jumps out? Oh, Definitely. <laughs> um, I'm thinking, uh, Kim and I actually talked about this on, uh, on our way back from Michigan. We, you know, both our families are up there for the most part. Um, but there were a fair amount of our family that we really didn't hardly get to see while we were up there for two whole weeks. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, that whole vacation and the schedule of where you're going and what you're doing very rapidly just takes on a life of its own. Um, and you're kind of riding the train, you're not driving it. But uh, we were, we had a serious discussion about how, you know, that's definitely not what we had wanted so we've kind of we made a commitment with her parents are are definitely getting up in age so we made a commitment that uh, we might not take the whole clan with us but we're gonna make a commitment to go up every year just because you know family's important and they need to see you to know that
0: okay well thank you Rick Mm -hmm. Guys, that was good right Uh, is there anything else Will, Suzanne, you want to add to that? You know, the question of what opportunities uh, did you have to love those around you? Anything that jumps that you're thinking of as Rick was talking there?
4: My um, my niece, she's a Marine, and she's in California for the next three years. And just a simple hello, or like saying a text message, how are you doing, she surprised us this Christmas. And she got delayed on the Delta airline, lost her (laughs) luggage. Like all kinds of stuff, and she had pulled me inside, and she was like, "On Susu, just your messages are, you know, supported, and, and we're like, we're, we are legit proud of you, <laughs> and just I feel like, gosh, I need to do that more, you know, even not just for her, you know, for other people. Like you said, if God lays it on your heart, do it.
3: Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Just, just do it. Just. I would say for, just for um for ten years, every summer, I thought, gosh, I wish I had more time with my kids, but I have to work. And then this summer I actually did have more time with my kids, and it didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like I had any more time because I was still stuck in this go, like, go, 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 mindset, whether we were making something to do. And it took me a good two weeks to go, what am I doing? Like, just <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop. And, and so it took a, a little bit of retraining my brain to realize this is what I wanted. Don't miss it. Um, and that was, that was it.
0: Cool. All right, yeah. all right, Suzanne.
3: Um, what are you dreaming up for 2020? Like, what would you love to see God do? What changes are you trying to make? Um, what habits would you like to start, stop?
4: Well, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we are not living out the clothes baskets this year. Yeah. And potty training will be done um, with Gunner, um, but. Amen. <laughs> I would a- say uh, Suzanne is a single mom of four, so
3: um, we literally hail the ground
4: she walks on. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I am a walk-in hot mess. Um, so, what I'm looking forward um, to this year is slowing down, um, building a closer relationship with God. Like I feel like I've been in survivor mode the past two years. It's like rush, go, go, go. You have to do this, but it's gonna get done. Whether you know. <laughs> Um, and so I feel like I haven't been able to have the awe moment like God has carried me and you know He's took it and that's a tragedy if I miss it. It's a tragedy if my kids miss it It's a tragedy if you guys don't see it in me. So my hope and my goal is to slow down and really Really build a closer stronger relationship with God so he can use me to um, Help people and things like that It's awesome my hindrance is myself. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I'll go. Uh, not. I mean, I'm not going to talk too much. But like um, you, <laughs> you <fine>. right. <laughs> you feel like um, you want to do certain things, but you're like, I can't do this. It's like I'll say to myself, I'm not good enough, or like um, God puts you in situations, or He gives you a testimony to say, but you're like, mm, no, not me. <laughs> so I do pray that God works through me. This year and you know I use it on my heart to do more things
3: gosh and we've talked about this before that we would hate to hear our kids say some of the things we think about ourselves yeah um and you know just keeping that in thought of like well that's not what God wants to hear from us that we can't do it or we're we're not enough um and if we heard that coming from our kids we'd be like oh gosh (laughs) you know right
0: you know survivor mode is a dangerous place to be and now I feel like I've lived there for so long (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that is so easy to get caught up in that. And, but to see that, though, is, is the first step. And right. to say, you know what, we're going to get out of that, that cycle of just, just getting by. We want more. And I think, that's, I think that's an important first step. So that's awesome.
3: Anybody else have dreams for 2020 or no dreams?
2: <laughs> Orders. I get stationed back on land would be nice. <laughs> I can be here, volunteer more, be back with the students, hang out more and do stuff like that, hang out with the wife and kids more, but very exciting year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it would be the first time we prayed for wisdom for the people that make those decisions. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Beth would get more wings, so
4: it's totally
0: worth it. So.
2: You guys
4: think we're
2: kidding. I
4: promise you. <laughs> I need to
2: try those moves. Yeah. Well, first year I missed the Super Bowl, Beth kind of yelled at me. I did. <laughs>
4: it's always it's
3: all cracked up to be people. All
2: right. Uh,
0: Will, thank you, Suzanne. Um, you know, it's good. And, and there's a bit of vulnerability, uh, vulnerability about being up here. So when they're all asked, they're all freaking out because they're thinking, I might not be the most super spiritual person to be up here, and I said that's okay because I don't want the most super spiritual person. I want real people because we're all real people at the end of the day. And when you see that everything isn't perfect, but people are trying to live, implement their faith in real ways, I think that's some that's what spurs us on. That's what encourages us. That that Mama uh, Four might be operating in survival mode. Go figure, right? But she she's trying. And she has her kids here every week, guys. So, so that there and that's is, is a big deal. And that's something me and
3: Aaron deal. sometimes get to see a lot more of your story than you guys get to see of each other. And we're so, we get to be so encouraged by that. Like, oh, my gosh, they did this even though this. Or, wow, did you know that they, you know, this person did that and we didn't even know it? Like, that's so cool. And you guys don't get to hear these stories as much. So we love just to, for you guys to hear more about what other people are doing in our church.
0: Yeah. All right, Will, you ready? Yes, you no. are. <laughs> uh, is, is there an overarching message that God has been speaking into your life this year? And so that's th- that could be through scriptures, through books, through sermons, through other people or conversations. And in what ways have you listened or, f- or failed to listen? So uh, any overarching messages?
2: God has humbled me this year. The job I do out in the ocean, I've been gone eight months this past year. 19 was not the year for Virginia. I was everywhere else but Virginia. (laughs) We do a lot of things that makes us um, arrogant at our job, better than others. But yet, every morning I make a point, get my cup of coffee, go sit on the back of the boat. I'm out there with the ocean, stars, everything. And the verse we talked about really hits, it's humbling. Psalms 8. It's really humbling. And sitting out there, seeing the ocean, seeing everything around me, noticing that I'm about that big (laughs) around everything else, the different places we go, the different people we see, and the way they live. Uh, We were somewhere in Mexico, and on a Sunday, the entire town shut down. Everybody was at one church, because that's all they had. It's, It's amazing. But yet, you take for granted what you got this year. God showed me, yeah, you got stuff, but really appreciate it. Appreciate everything, especially your family, your kids, and all that. Because I, I see the people on the boat more than I see my own family. It's very sad, but it's the way it is. Yeah. And I can't wait to be off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But God has really humbled me just being out in the ocean, seeing, like, when we're on land, I look at the boat and go, wow, that's a big boat. Then I go in the ocean and notice that some little waves is throwing us around. <laughs> like, oh, God says our boat isn't so big.
4: <laughs>
0: you mentioned Psalm 8, so I'll read yeah. a, a glimpse of it. We've been e- we email back and forth sometimes when he's, uh, when he's out. And Psalm 8 starts out, says, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And um, then down in verse, um, sorry. Verse 3 it says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? And so, uh, hum- what are human beings that you even care for them? And, and I, can imma- I, I can't really imagine being out in the middle of the ocean and literally you're just on this chunk of metal and, and all you see is ocean and stars and moon. And what a humbling, yeah, that would yeah. be a humbling experience. I mean,
2: those nights are fun and all that, but the nights that there are no stars, no moon or just pitch black, and all you feel is the ocean throwing you around. It's like, oh, great. Yeah, I'm not as tough as I thought I was.
0: (laughs) Is he tough, Jill?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, getting over a phobia now, just just saying public speaking, you
1: know.
2: (coughs) Thanks, Aaron. That's no joke. <laughs>
0: he said, "Most of us are afraid of public speaking." Aaron, I was like, "Well, join the club, okay?" So, I was
3: gonna say, and you guys brought out all of his um, his vulnerabilities because he's like, "Nobody responded. Nobody said yes. Nobody's going to show up." <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> but apparently, I strong-armed everybody. I don't know. So. Don't
2: say no to your pastor. That's <laughs> a valuable lesson, guys. Did y'all hear that?
1: Especially when he corners you and says, are you going to help with this or not? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, right, that's right. <laughs> oh, you thought not answering.
1: You, you know too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See?
3: <laughs> All right, last one. This is open for everyone. Um, we read in the Old Testament, and it sometimes doesn't always make sense to us that they build these altars or monuments, um, but really they were remembering something or celebrating something that happened. Um, is there anything that happened this year that needs to be remembered that you want to memorialize, you want to journal about? So you can return in the future and recall that as a blessing. A long Part B. I'm just
0: kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> what, what is something worth celebrating this year or remembering or
4: memorializing? I'll go first. So um, I didn't work for a while and I started working at the shelter and it was just, it's just a new family. It's like, it's the her shelter, the her shelter. Yes. And um, it's just, I never thought, anyway, I'm going to cry, but I'm not going to cry. It's a, I know it happens. The sky is blue. I'm crying. Um, but no, it's, a, um, it's a genuine phil friendship. I mean, it's, it's in a lonely world, but just four kids <laughs> at the house. And so just, just. That's memorable for me, just anyway, like getting out and building friendships and helping people and doing a job worthwhile.
3: And you're really good at what you do. Um, Mm -hmm. That was mine except opposite almost. I've been at the Her Shelter, it's a shelter for domestic violence, sexual assault and human trafficking um, for 10 years and I stepped away um, from Suzanne (laughs) Um, in June. and That is not something I ever saw coming I loved that job, and I was meant for that job, and I, I literally, it was meant for me, um, and then it wasn't, and I was just really cranky, and I'm not a cranky person, and I well, really, I ne-
0: never noticed, that. <laughs> <being a guy>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and no. I, I, I could keep going, it because is. we did, we love, I love the people so much, and I love the work so much, um, but God just started to say, maybe this is, the end of this chapter, um, and so I got to say goodbye to some really good people and to s- say hello to some, some new people. I started working at Mid-Atlantic Christian University, um, and just to see the change in my life and the change in my heart when something wasn't required of me 24 hours a day was literally life-changing, and so I won't ever forget that feeling of refreshment and wanting to be that for someone else, so that was a good thing for me this year. I think Aaron benefited as well. <laughs> I like you more now. Than
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, any other altars we're going to build towards things? in uh, t- 2019, as we remember, celebrate what God's done.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just I think for me that it was a real revelation this year. Um, what and. W- Clearly this, you know, when nothing is planned, when it's not something that you've even remotely thought out, which describes a lot of things I do. but um, what a, what a blessing we receive when uh, when we give to others. and it it doesn't have to be anything remotely significant. Um, sometimes, not immediately even noticed, but uh, to know ultimately, at some point, that you've made something easier for somebody, or uh, or just helped somebody get through something, that's uh, that's just that's a feeling you can't buy.
2: I understand that because. Been gone a lot. That's why I'm just <laughs> like, oh, this year I wasn't home. Yay. But like, uh, when we were in Mexico, there was a kid, I was watching him with a cup, just walking around. Went to get some water from a puddle in the road. Best feeling I ever had walking in a store, buying like a case of water, and just handing it to him and his friends. Like, here, like, drink this, don't drink that. Like, yeah. things like that. Like, this year, I don't know Coming back and seeing all the students grown. that's amazing and they're all moving on and go do their own things and I see my kids taller than I ever see your kids yeah
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll volunteers with our students when he's when he's here so so yeah that was was that's good stuff so
2: just not being here it's kind of rough then you come home and I'm like whoa this kid got a beard
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Well, thank you, guys, uh, for joining us. Will you guys give it up for Will, Rick, and Suzanne? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, uh, this is just a little bit of real life, you know, a little bit of uh, spurring on. These are people uh, uh, who are just trying to live out their faith and trying to uh, lead their families and and do well at their jobs and love the people (laughs) around them and and God's God's working through them. All these guys are serving here uh, regularly at the church, and they have uh, incredible families. And um, so, thank you for sp- helping us spur-, spur us on and help us holding on unswervingly to the faith um, that we do hold on that we do have. Um, that?
3: And uh, we did want to go ahead and help you understand. We do start Core Fifty Two on January sixth. So for me, that's the same day that my kids are going back to school. So just plan (laughs) it in your day to get up 20 minutes earlier, have 20 minutes with your kids. Um, This book is 15 minutes a day. Um, The first day will be an essay. The next day will be, I think...
0: Bible verse. Yeah,
3: a Bible verse, trying to memorize a Bible verse. And sometimes it's like a line long, and sometimes it's like six lines long, and you're like, good luck. Um, (laughs) um, And then the next day is meditation, and the next day is reading scripture. And the next day, Friday, is... Um, Go out and do something that shows you learned something um, from your reading. And so this is not undoable. This is 15 minutes a day that is going to get you a step further in your life. Last week, we celebrated that Jesus was born for us. This week, we're realizing we were born for him, and we're going to learn more together. Um, And I promise you, when you start to see the difference between – waiting to hear something inspirational, and knowing um, where that truth comes from, it changes everything. Like, you can hear an inspiration message, you'll just look it up on your phone, iPods, I mean, podcasts, that sort of thing. But really getting into the Word and understanding things is like, gives you a foothold that makes you a little bit more unshakable. And so that's what we are working towards this year together. And if we can do it with our kids, you can do it. I promise you can. Sometimes I'd rather hit them with a book. (laughs) <laughs> um, but we get through it,
0: but our kids have taken it on They're Sometimes <coughs> they're like, come on guys, let's do core 52. Like these are our kids. And we're like, what? Okay. Well, and especially so.
3: like the second or third week into it, Isaac was like, can we get up earlier? So we're not late for school. Cause we do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, touche bud, touche. Um, so, so sometimes it's just going to be real, but I want my kids to know that. I want my kids to have something strong in this world that goes beyond me, um, and some things are really weird to talk about, and you just kind of go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you want some toast?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got to teach my kids about circumcision, so that was cool. But uh, um, <laughs> So, so <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> let's go ahead and cut this off, all right? I um, <laughs> had
1: to go there. We had to go there, didn't you? <laughs>
0: Uh if you don't have a Core fifty-two book yet and would like to engage us in the in the process with the rest of your church family, uh go grab a book today at the Connect Table. You just have to sign for it. The only we're giving away. The only thing is we want you to join with us, okay? So that starts next next Monday. I want to close out with two scriptures real quick um as we are going into the New Year's and I, I pray that you'll grab these questions um that we are talking about that you'll go through and answer them for yourself. Um but the first one's Matthew eleven, twenty-eight. Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you what? I will give you rest. You know, and that's in, in the midst of a crazy world, crazy world, a crazy culture, where all everything's going on, pulling us every which way, that Jesus' invitation is one constantly is just to come come to him. Take take the good to him, the bad to him, the mess to him. And and then uh, finally, James four, seven and eight. His challenge to us is this, is submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, your hearts, you double-minded. And so that's another promise, is that as, as we come near to God, that God comes near to us. And that's what we want more of, right? That's what I pray that you want more of. That's why I pray that we as a church can experience more of him, more of him in our life, and that God will use us. So, thank you guys. Give it up for my friends here. So, um...